What is up, everyone? Welcome to the first episode of the Swallow Your Whistle podcast, uh, where two uninformed assholes try to tell you what they think about sports. And we'll give you horrific gambling advice. (laughs) Can't be worse than Big Cat. All right. Well, since it just ended, uh, let's talk about uh, that Heat season opener. Yeah, for the record, I am a I'm a Heat fan. Have been pretty much all my life, and my life was shattered when Dwayne Wade retired last year. Anyway, um, <laughs> they started out. I mean, it was man. Talk talk about rookies. Oh yeah, man. I think the Heat really might have something going here. It was really unfortunate for me because I wanted to come in and shit all over the Heat for like losing their season home opener to the Grizzlies, but I can't do that now. And in the end, I'm actually left like. They could be like decent, like an eighth seed playoff team. Yeah, this is what this podcast is to me. You crapping all over my sports teams. Oh yeah, that's absolutely what it's gonna be. I mean, you know, that's easy. Um, how, but how, yeah, how my life I mean, goes. I honestly wasn't paying as much attention to the Grizzlies. John Morant, I guess he had he's some good. He had he's good, high highly drafted player. Of course, he's gonna. I mean, he's in a rotten Memphis, but that's a they're Memphis. I yeah, I I would not. <laughs> I don't see anything strange about that. Um, the rookies coming up big was really cool to see. Um, but beyond that, I mean, those were kind of my thoughts. Uh, big emphasis on the defense for Miami, especially in the fourth quarter. I mean, look, they were like fucking pest control swatting at everything. I mean, they, I mean, I just looked at the stats and they and they outscored Memphis twenty-seven to seventeen in the fourth quarter. I mean, wow. All right. I mean, they won. I think they went on like a twenty-four to three run at one point, and you know the rookies. I mean, Kendrick Nunn had a twenty-plus point game. It's Chris Silva, who I've barely heard of. He yeah, he, he had, had a, that huge block that huge, caused huge a block. double technical. So which I mean, he shouldn't have got. But. Okay, yeah, but you're not allowed to react. Mm, apparently not. Um, the other news for the Heat game, obviously, Jimmy Butler was not present. I think the rumor is that he's attending uh, the his, his girlfriend's um, giving birth. So he's attending that rather than be at the game. And uh, my take on it was um, trying to guess what the profile pick of the boomer who talks about a lack of work ethic and skipping <laughs> out on games is going to be. Personally, I'm guessing it'll be a, uh, well, obviously it's going to be an older white dude obviously. in his sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the driver's seat of his car. Yeah. Yeah. That's- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, you know, I saw. These goddamn millennials. I miss the birth of all of my kids working in my blue collar job because i actually don't care about them okay boomer <laughs> all right no i mean i uh, i you know I heard, I heard the news come out and i was kind of i was obviously very disappointed but you know the, then the rumor came out oh he's okay his girlfriend's giving birth makes sense it makes sense but <laughs> i doubt anybody will actually see it that way it, hmm. um i guess the other big uh game to talk about is the uh, battle for L.A. Well, I mean, it will never be a battle. It'll never be a battle for L.A., but in terms of games, oh, man, did the Lakers look bad. I mean, it in the second half, both Anthony Davis, who the Lakers heinously overpaid oh, for, mm-hmm. in my opinion. A little bit. LeBron James was silent. Green was doing all of the heavy lifting and getting pulled out of the game when he was getting <laughs> on a roll. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that you're right. I think that... I mean, I've heard, you know, it just seems like the Clippers are an overall better team. 
Yeah, and they were gritty too. Like <laughs> they were fighting for stuff. Uh, one, one might s- say they grind. Yes, one might say that. But uh, yeah, I uh, this is a really sorry start for the Lakers. I mean, they weren't totally horrific, but I you, mean they you were horrific. Like, I mean, you know, as much I cr- think LeBron and AD combined for four points in the second half or something. It, it just silent down the stretch. I mean, of course, LeBron had the big chase down block that he's like everybody's like oh it's like a throwback to the finals when he did it to mm. draymond green but it's like what? when did jj beret become a clipper <laughs> <laughs> oh man the only man that lebron is scared of uh but yeah i that was kind of my thoughts on that um obviously we're way behind the ball on that but like the uh Whole AD trade i feel like the lakers gave up way too much oh, yeah. for a one year no, rental i mean i think i think that I mean, as much as I, Colin Coward annoys me, he's kind of right where, you know, the Lakers are right now the movie poster. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, the movie poster that, you know, everyone is, wow, but... Look at all of these stars that they have. It's, yeah. Well, it's two stars, two stars and, and no shooter. supporting actors. Yeah. I mean, I and I think the Clippers, I mean, they, they won, I think, 40... 46 games last year i, I mean think. they were a decent team and they've only they, gotten better. and they've had paul george oh Clyder. yeah and by the way paul george was on the bench the whole game uh he's still out with uh what is it a shoulder injury I yeah think? i think he has off-season shoulder surgery. yeah off-season shoulder surgery and the clippers still dominated just about every facet of that game um so we're gonna see uh how that pans out but right now off of a very small sample size, I'm not really liking what I'm seeing from the Lakers. Mm, yes, Laker fan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oof. Oh, man. I, uh, he's just born and raised. And, you know, uh, fond memories of, like, circa 2010. Yes. Um, I, I had a good four-year run. That's been over for a I while, had, though. what, like, two or three, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... The other thing that we've got here is uh, Zay Zion. When we're talking about the only rookie that matters, Zion Williamson, who's uh, by the way still out with his knee injury, and uh, this here Zay Watch segment is all about giving you the most minute-to-minute news for the only relevant player in the NBA period. At least according to every other sports outlet. ESPN and Bleacher Report? ESPN and Bleacher Report, yeah. The only thing that they can talk about. Uh, Zion's still out with a knee injury. There's recently been a lot of concerns with his weight and the... Same. (laughs) The Pelicans GM's really pissed off about it. But I was watching a video, I think it was from Jimmy Highroller, where he was comparing all the heights and weights. Uh And everybody in the NBA is on this really smooth trend line. And then Zion is, like, way overweight for his size. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, but it'll thin out as the season progresses because being, you know... You burn 7,000 calories a day. You burn 7,000 calories a day and, uh, you know, playing for a professional basketball organization is being is like being on tour with a rock band. You're like... Well, without the drugs. Well, <laughs> Usually. Usually. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, because you're constantly on the move, so you're not necessarily eating as much. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, it'll thin out. 
Uh, he's not going to thin out uh, when he's doing his rehabilitation stuff, I wouldn't think. So we'll have to see how that goes. I think it, the original estimate was like six, 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 to, eight six, to, eight six to eight weeks. But don't worry, he'll, he'll either win Rookie of the Year this year or he'll get the uh, Ben Simmons Oh, the Ben the Simmons exemption? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I think that was kind of all we had on the NBA. Uh, obviously, the Pelicans played their o- uh, opener without Zion. They lost. Um, no, they did it wasn't like super convincing or anything, and I think that the infusion of talent that they got from the AD trade mm. is going to help tremendously for them. I mean, and hey, <laughs> even even without Zion, the the Pelicans, you know, they were they got significantly better. I mean, they added Brandon Ingram, Lonzo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, well, they got everyone in the young core except for Kuzma, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, yeah. So. I think that'll help the Pelicans out tremendously. Um, and hey, as fun as it is to poke fun at like overhype and things like that, I think that Zion really could be the missing piece that makes that team pretty decent. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I like Zion as a player. I think I'm, I think he's a really good kid. But ESPN and Bleacher Report, <laughs> you're making me uh, not like you. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, so the other big news, obviously, it's uh, World Series time. The Nats snatched Game One as of the time we're recording. What's the score right now? The score right now, it's looks like it's still. I guess we're gonna really just yeah. date and time this podcast. Yeah, just... it's, right now it's two. It's the ball game's tied two two, and it's the top of the sixth. So top of the sixth. All right, cool. Um. So yeah, the the question going in, I, obviously the Nats are the underdogs. Huge. Um, for me, it all depends on whether or not the Nats pitching holds up because their hitting core is only like slightly beneath the Astros in my opinion. Yeah. So if the pitching can keep pace, and that was the other thing, uh, I didn't think Garrett Cole threw an especially bad game. No, but it's based on the Garrett Cole standard he you know he, oh yeah wow. I mean it was wow, bad he actually gave up a run what okay yeah it was bad for him but all things considered not too terrible I mean obviously this is a kind of a must-win game for the Astros you can't let the Nats snatch two on the road it would really put them on their back foot that'd be incredible it, it... <laughs> hey we're not supposed to be biased but we are um so yeah, I mean, I think if the uh, pitching holds up for the Nats, they have a real chance at winning. Um, but ultimately, I still think that's a long shot. I'm still feeling the Strohs probably. I mean, I'm. I thought I thought the three best teams going in the postseason were the Astros, Yankees, and Dodgers, and obviously, one of them is one of them was uh, very unlike the other. <laughs> um, as a long-suffering Dodgers fan, um, yeah, suffering's sort of the right word. Yeah, well, got my, got my heart shattered two years ago, and then just <laughs> sadness last year. Yeah, I mean, this this one felt a lot better. It listen, was, man, it was more just you could it's not over. You could not possibly have to deal with the very real first-world problems of being a Yankees fan who hasn't been to a World Series this decade. I mean, growing up, I had I think what two or three wins. Yankees um, fan, Lakers just, fan, just, what are you now, a Cowboys fan? Oh, God, no. I will never stoop to that level. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I guess, actually, that's a smooth roll into talking about the NFL. 
right? Obviously, the big breaking news this week, uh, at least in terms of trades, is uh, Sanu's headed to the Patriots from Atlanta. And uh, Josh Gordon looks like he's probably going to be released. So I'm guessing the injury was a little more severe than we were originally led to believe. Well, I I mean, I, I was looking on Twitter earlier today, and it seemed like Josh Gordon was kind of dumbfounded by that report. Oh, for real? Yeah, I actually, I think he posted something. He, like, comments on Instagram, like a kind of a, emo, like the thinking emoji. Um, and... I think that's what he said, but you know, it looks like maybe something happened or or what. But looks like Josh Gordon might be ready to go if he's released, huh? But we'll we'll see. I mean, I think that you know the Patriots, you know, they kind of swapped out Josh Gordon for Muhammad Sanu, so they're not gonna. I, I doubt they're gonna suffer. Sanu's um, just as quality of a target. I'm sure Bill Belichick is salivating over the trick play. No. Ability of Mohamed Sanu is obviously. I think he, I think he has what like eight passing touchdowns in his career or something. Something like that. Uh, is kind of been like a trick play dude for the Falcons. Yeah, Mohamed Sanu goes from the Owen or one and six Falcons to the seven and zero Patriots. Goddamn, talk about trading up. I mean, <laughs> I mean that defense is ridiculous. Now, granted, they have they've, only they've, mostly played garbage they, teams. But they have pay, played the equivalent of the Alabama schedule, except the difference is the Patriots didn't get to choose their schedule. I mean, yeah, but you can you can scrape out wins against trash teams, or you can do what they've done, beat them like a redheaded stepchild, which is exactly what happened to the Jets. I mean, this like week. I told you, like I told you earlier, I saw a stat that said that if the Patriots' offense had never played a down and they just relied on their defense special teams, they'd be three three and one. Good Christ, dude. I mean, that the the defense is definitely special, but I mean, I like, I'd like to see them go up against a good quarterback. I think I read the stat, and then like the average uh, fantasy league, the Patriots defense has put up as many points as like the fifteenth best running back or something. Yeah, I mean, so there's your hot fantasy tips. Uh, if you get can, the Patriots, if somehow. you can rip the Patriots out of uh, another owner's cold dead hands, unlikely, but yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, that was, like, the big thing was the Jets getting beat within an inch of their life on Monday. Um, of course, uh, my team lost this week. To my team? Yeah, that was tough. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that the Raiders managed to keep it as close as they did. No, it was, it was, the Packers, you know, that but... was, it was, a, overall, it was a very good game for the first half. I mean, I think that it was a... You know, they were going back and forth with scores and stops. And then the turning point was Derek Carr fumbling. Yeah, you know. I mean, they were... Aaron Rodgers, I guess, had like a decent game, you know. (laughs) Mm. Five passing touchdowns, perfect quarterback rating. Literally can't get better than what he did. You know, you know, he was okay. He was okay. You forgot to mention the uh, one rushing touchdown. (laughs) Yeah. All right, um, and then the only other game I really want to talk about from last week is uh, Seahawks-Ravens. I mean, we can talk about other stuff if you want, but I wanted to talk about the Seahawks-Ravens game because, my God, dude, Lamar Jackson is looking great. Dude's balling out. You love to see it, yeah, uh, especially I... since he was really passed over uh, you know, until the very end of the first round. Yeah. I love that he's developed as good as he has. He's crazy fun to watch for sure. Um, and actually beat like a good defense. 
That's I mean, the other thing. There were, there were some doubts about that. Other, but... than, other than, you know, Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll's known as one of the best defensive coaches in the league, and Lamar said, nope. <laughs> yeah, not to mention it. Like, that defense still has some scary people. Um, and he just managed to go in there and do it. So, uh, big props to him. Uh, really happy to see that. Even happier because I managed to pick him up for a steal in my fantasy league. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, upcoming, looking forward to, uh, I think we're, are we up to week eight already? Week eight. Wow. The NFL season just <laughs> fly by. Yeah, for real. Well, this week we got Sunday Night Football, Chiefs, Packers. Was yeah. supposed to be a good game, what, and then was, one well, Patrick Mahomes got hurt. Mahomey. Well, unfortunately, I mean, looking at it, fortunately, unfortunately, Andy Reid's going to try to RG3 this kid, and he's practicing today. I mean, listen, if you can keep him from getting rusty, that's the thing. If it's limited practice and he's only doing what isn't causing him pain, then I don't see the issue. I I just, that that is the future of the league, and if he, if he goes down with the season it's any It's a bright injury, future. He, yeah, well... I don't think we can say anything about Patrick Mahomes that hasn't already been yeah, said. No. But I, I just when I saw they practiced, I, I mean, I obviously want to see him healthy and go up against Rogers, but I don't want him getting injured. No, so you got to be careful what you say because it might come out that he's ready to go on Sunday and the Chiefs win like fifty-six to twenty or something. Un- unlikely. But. Uh it's unlikely, but uh, you got to watch what see if you bet on the Packers. <laughs> Uh, the news will come out that Patrick's ready for Sunday. Yeah, so I'll just I'll just wait until right before game time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look if he, if he's good to go, he's good to good to go and great. But I just I just hope that Andy Reid doesn't rush him back because you know the last thing we want is Patrick Mahomes blowing his knee out. Uh, yeah. Uh, so what else do we got upcoming? So we got uh, Packers Chiefs, which would have been good, but obviously we're. I mean, you, for obvious reasons, are thinking the Packers, and me, I'm just saying the Packers because... Mahomes is probably... Yeah, because... Uh, let's yeah. see. Well, you Raiders are playing the Texans. I don't really know how I feel about that game. Uh, that'll be interesting. I Josh Jacobs is, I think, going to be playing through the injury. Um, it was a minor, I think, shoulder injury that he sustained yeah, he, in the he, game against the Packers. He was, he was out for, I think, a series. I mean, he was fine. I, dude should be fine. But, I mean, uh, um, I mean one, one game we can we can kind of look forward to is the uh, most overhyped team in the NFL versus the greatest team in the past decade, Browns and Patriots. Oh, that's going to be. So I'm going to go ahead and lay this on you, being the degenerate you are. I know what you're talking uh, about. Baker Mayfield over under 3.5 picks on Sunday. That's easy money. I'm taking the over. You're taking the over? Okay. Okay. I think he's going to have a Darnold-esque game this week. Maybe he'll see ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I, it gets me that the GM of the Jets was offended about that. It's like, get a better O-line, dude. You know, it, it offends me that no one of the Jets thought to look over the tape. Oh, God. And... You know, I you. Why would you have your star quarterback be mic'd up against the Patriots? Why not against like the Browns? Yeah, I. Well, yes, that's maybe what we'll get this week. Uh, Tom Tom Brady just yelling. Is there anything else exciting? I mean, yeah, Tom Brady 
Uh, yelling, I making mean, kissy noises in the general direction of his children. I mean, obviously, Dolphins and Steelers is going to be the game of the week. Oh, my God. Are there any games that are going to be uglier than that? Who are the Redskins playing this week? The Vikings? That's probably going to be a... Mer- I mean, I don't know that that's necessarily going to be uglier. I mean, um, Kirk, Kirk Cousins is going to smack the fuck out of the Redskins. He's going to look competent because he's they're, playing... Uh, they're under 500, re- which is re- the magic number for Revenge Kirk game for Kirk Cousins playing against his former team. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's... I I think it's more so that the Redskins don't have anything or anyone to look forward to other than maybe like mm-hmm. Deron Payne has been developing okay. Yeah. But like I mean, we'll, we'll see. I just I, Reds, Redskins Dolphins was uh that that's mm, what a game. What a game. What a game. That's going to probably be like the uh, toilet bowl game of the year. Oh, yeah. I think. That's definitely a strong contender. I mean, Although, it, don't it, we, we also have... Who are the Lions playing this week? The Giants. Giants-Lions? Okay. That's, that's, a good, that's a good tank bowl. That, I, not really. I mean, the Giants really, like, they're resting on... Uh, they, they have, I mean, they have, they have promise. They have promise. If Daniel Jones develops and they find an O line for the father somewhere, uh, yeah, they might make some room behind Saquon. That's what it'd have to take. Honestly, I'm feeling the Lions. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, then then we have the two mo- probably two of the most underwhelming teams in the NFL for the past, well, maybe for their existence. Are we gonna see the Chargers and the Bears? Yes, we are. Okay, yeah. Uh, Mitch Trubisky hot off a really lame uh, game last week, coming in against I, I Philip Rivers kind of and the a Chargers. Normal Mitch Trubisky game. What's that? <laughs> I mean, ouch, ouch. I mean, yeah, it's really you know it's easy to crap on him, but he's not very good. It a lot of people were buying into the hype after last I, season. I mean, we'll see how it goes. The other thing that's really been surprising is that Khalil Mack's been really quiet the last couple of weeks. Yeah, well, when your offense makes you be on the field for three quarters of the game, that's you know you're tired. I mean, yeah, that's fair. I mean, he j- did kind of get wiped out. I but, also, uh, I also just don't get. Or I would, I would assume. You yeah. know, Matt Nagy's play calling has been. I mean, he's a good coach, but he he's making Mitch throw the ball thirty plus times in a game. When you have Dave Mon- David Montgomery and uh, Tariq Cohen, yeah, two very competent halfbacks, and you're just—I mean, people like... were talking about David Montgomery as a steal of the draft, and he's—he's he's not getting touches, and I'm just thinking, phew. Yeah, because if they, yeah, the Bears could be scary if they ran the ball effectively, but uh, they I mean, don't. I mean, if, so... if they had a quarterback, they might scare me a little bit, but. <laughs> that was the thing. Everybody's like, "Oh, Mitch is coming back." I was like, "Chase Daniels." I mean, he did okay. I. He he was able to move the ball. It wasn't a yeah. The thing is the 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 um, disparity between starting and backup quarterback for the Bears. I don't feel it's, like is necessarily as great as it is for other teams, like the Packers. Oh well, okay, yeah. Um, I mean the Packers go. You know, Rodgers gets hurt and their season is goes from like potentially being a contender to let's compete for the first overall pick. Yay! Yay! Yeah, Chargers tough. Uh, tough loss for the Chargers. Mix up the play calling a little bit. I mean, I was crushed when Eckler got stopped on the line. Same. Because he's, you know, he was number two on my fantasy for uh, halfbacks. But, uh, you know, and it was a great play. But then back, back-to-back runs, Melvin Gordon, I think, hit the, even hit the same gap. And he might have started from the same position. It was essentially identical plays back-to-back. And if he doesn't get in the first time, 
Listen, everybody wants to make fun of Seattle for throwing the ball. It might be time to mix it up just a little bit. I mean, play action instead of something. something. Maybe, a, maybe get the fullbacks involved. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just, just a little bit of variety from. And then Melvin Gordon's holdout really went swimmingly huh? oh man dude is that like the least successful holdout on record that we have so far other than maybe Le'Veon bell oh no melvin Gorns was worse than Le'Veon's for sure you think mm. well i mean well yeah because i guess Le'Veon he got he got paid out of it right he got 70 mil yeah and so i guess all things and you got to party in miami for a season it, instead mm. of actually like play gain cte <laughs> hey hey we're not supposed to talk about that oh um, right NFL, if you if you sponsor us, we won't talk about CT and how dangerous your game is. Yeah, God, could you imagine an official? Would just be. <laughs> would NFL you sell is great? <laughs> would you sell out your stance for money? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm a broke college student. Oh yes. yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. Is, is that everything? Uh. Is there I mean, anything else to look forward to? <laughs> I guess is I'm, the better I'm question. I'm looking forward to, the, to a Packers win this week, but the Rams and the Bengals are also this week. Oh, that's, God. That's yeah, okay. Tune-up game for the Rams. <laughs> or a trap game if you subscribe to that theory. But Well, I I mean, I do, but the Bengals aren't good enough to trap. upset someone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there needs to be some level of uh, skill in place in order to trap. Yeah, um... God, I think uh, is that everything we got for the NFL this week? Yeah, no, there's. I mean, the trade deadline's upcoming. I forget exactly when it ends. Might but see a couple more moves. We'll see about that. Nice. Hopefully, the Packers can get something I mean, interesting. I mean, I, I was hoping the Packers might go off for a wide receiver, but I mean, after this week, they look really good. I, I mean, they might not need one. I mean, I know Kumaro. Tay is out this week, but he should be back soon-ish, right? I, yeah, he's. He apparently that he's supposed to be a game time decision. Um, oh, it's, okay. it's unlikely okay. he'll play this week, but if he's a game time decision, he'll probably be good to go next week. Uh, you would think. So that that's gonna be nice to get get him back because that's gonna. I mean, Rogers put up 430 yards last week without him. Imagine what he can do with Devontae Adams. <sighs> yeah, especially since the Chiefs D is Ew. still very much a weak point. Yeah. I mean, um, that's that's the only thing. I mean. The Chiefs kind of subscribed to the Packers where they just said, look, Mahomes will throw for a boatload of yards and a bunch of touchdowns and he'll carry us. Yeah, just being the ultra quarterback reliant. I mean, that's I, never going to pay dividends for any team. No. I mean, the Packers have tried to do that for the last four years and it's only gotten the misery. Mm, same. Um, so uh, the Chiefs trying to kind of do that as well. You, you, you hate to see it because all it really does is grind down the quarterbacks and shorten their longevity a little bit. And it doesn't really win football games. I mean, look, Mahomes is going to get paid. And you you got to get to that window where he's not getting paid 50-plus million a year. To, to break something every game. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. I mean, Mahomes is going to get paid pretty soon, and their window is going to – I mean – as good as he is, I mean, the only time Aaron Rodgers has won a championship was when he had a top five defense. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it needs to be more than it's it's a team sport. <laughs> no kidding, right? Mm. But in the barest sense of the word, it can't be just one guy. I mean, there are guys who are good enough to pull that off for a game, but not a season. Not and not four straight games. Yeah, yeah. All right. 
Um, so, next thing, uh, there's rumors going around that push to pass, like some electronization might be coming to NASCAR. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, you can't, you yeah. know, it's, it's funny because on, on Twitter, like I told you earlier, there's a guy who was talking crap about how gimmicky uh, yes. it is. Let's shit all over Twitter users as an unknown <laughs> sports podcast. Yes. Go for it. Oh, I mean, it, it was funny because they talked about, you know, this guy, this guy was obviously a NASCAR fan, talked about how gimmicky it was. <coughs> Stage racing. Yeah, yeah, excuse you, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just, it's funny that a, that a NASCAR fan is talking about how funny gimmicks are when the, their entire sport is yeah. all gimmicks. And, mean, and, like, my thought on it is, like, hey, man, uh, push to pass in NASCAR, it might really help out with the package since apparently you can't get past people. <laughs> I mean, I'm really hoping that this package isn't around in two years, which... Well... You know, with, hey the, ne- with the next-gen car, what I've heard about it, it seemed like it, there, it's a possibility it might actually be a decent car. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean... But, I mean, you know, electronization for these cars might not be bad. No. Um, it could, in fact, it could be really good, but... Yeah, I mean, I think... You know, I think they've talked about the possibility of like removing pit stops from Xfinity series, which that doesn't seem like a good idea. Exactly. I mean, pit stops are, I mean, they're an integral part of any racing, Yeah. but NASCAR, especially it's, if you get rid of pit stops, you're getting rid of 50% of the strategy involved in racing. I mean, I think maybe a little less, like maybe like during cautions, you come down pit road, everyone like, it's like an end where it's like a quarter end obviously because yeah. you know why why would you not have a motorsport being an actual sport because they're intrinsically different mm, like, well, there's not, not stage racing not, and marathons not according to not according to you know the france family in nascar yeah well, <laughs> well, well we'll we'll do a whole whole episode of what the hell's wrong with nascar oh that, boy that'll be That'll be a seven-hour episode inbound. Because yeah, you you can have that much content; it's that easy. I, mean, I do. Hmm. yeah. I, mean, I think I think push pass is interesting. I don't know how you know I. If that's the, I wish that was the only gimmick in NASCAR because that'd be that'd be amazing. It would make life a lot easier, wouldn't you it? You know, having um, an actual points format that wasn't based off just solely winning. Uh, you also know, like God forbid playoffs. Right? <laughs> playoffs. You know playoffs playoffs in in my motorsport i mean i understand the wanting to create uh like drama race to race but, but it just punishes people who are consistent how many times do i have to hear hear the the term game seven moment in a race um i think once is too much correct that's gonna be my take on it um also if i have to hear the word stage in a race ever again and i mean i just it makes me want to cry. Uh, well, you're going to be shedding a lot of tears I mean, probably this weekend. I mean, yeah, that's... Uh, it's uh, Martinsville weekend. Which, you know, that's that's always a great track. Uh, can't wait to see how it's... Uh, what goes wrong this year. <laughs> What's, you know, maybe, maybe Denny Hamlin will punt Chase Elliott again. That would... Um, I'm uh, just getting... Tying that metaphorical noose right now. <laughs> I would really love to see that. You love to see it. You love to see it. You love to see when Pete, especially when NASCAR drivers are angry. I mean, my only problem with angry F1 drivers is I can't understand them through their accents (laughs) or they're, you know, cursing in their native language. (laughs) Um, Also, the stewards will just penalize them. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I like seeing NASCAR uh, racers hot. I like seeing Chase hot because it's the only time he displays any kind of emotion. Um, you know. You also love to see it when, you know, when it, when Martin Truex gets bumped out of the way, which was a perfectly clean short track move. And he, oh, and he, and he says, you know. Here oh, comes the deep water. You ready? <sighs> yeah, Joey Logano might have won the race, but he's not going to win the damn war. And then, so, you know, it implies that Truex is going to, you know, dump Logano, which I was not happy, happy about because I like Logano and I wanted him to win. How dare. <laughs> how, how dare. How, how dare I like, like, okay, I don't know. How dare you like anybody except for the NASCAR approved people to like? I'm what am I on? Which I think is Reddit, ju- Reddit on NASCAR. Ju- just Chase Elliott, basically. It's Chase Elliott, Matt DiBenedetto, and Ryan Blaney. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although I like two of those guys. So. Okay, well, chill. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I I think I just think that you know, cer- there's certain guys in NASCAR I just don't like that a lot of people do like, like people who moan and complain and attribute their losses to anything but themselves after races. Yeah. You know, Truex could have easily... Couldn't be a 19. No. No. I mean, Truex could have easily won that race if he hadn't, you know, immediately turned the wheel left and tried to door Logano and spin him out. If he would have gotten the gas smoothly, he probably could have beat him to the line. But, nah. Nah, man. It was a dirty move. Completely dirty. Dirty, dirty move. And then, you know, seeing Logano just kind of zoom by him on the outside line and just peace out in the championship race was... More than a little satisfying. Yeah, I mean, the other great thing that happened, of course, last week is Alex Bowman got eliminated. Oh yes. Um, kind of again this showing is, our bias a little bit here. This is but, this uh, is a Bubba Wallace podcast. Yeah, Bubba Wallace official uh, podcast. Uh, just can't. And I originally didn't hate him, but after what he said after that race about like, oh, I felt insulted. Now, I will admit, this race, when he uh, dropped out, he had a very classy uh, post-race interview. Uh, Made me hate him a little less, but if you cannot withstand the words and gestures well, yeah i mean and you have to retaliate physically that's so to, that re- just to rewind at weeks of a crybaby move honestly so to recap uh that was so what happened at the, with the roval was um apparently on like lap one bowman doored bubba or he did something that pissed him off and so the entire la- the t- entire next lap bubble just gave him the finger yeah the entire lap and bowman just you know got mad about it and then just dumped him yeah i cannot and you know i i mean listen but i buzz bubba's known to flip people off i mean he's done it to plenty of other people God damn that just smacks of insecurity honestly it really does i mean i like bowman mostly because he posts pictures of his dogs on his instagram and you know, that's he's, he, uh, shallow reasoning there am i wrong no but <laughs> i mean i mean i mean he seemed like a pretty cool guy and then just this happened and i just thought Okay, and then so after the race, Bubba goes o- goes over to him and just shoots power in his face while he's. <laughs> now, granted, he was on the fl- on gets on- him with the sticky facial. I mean, he listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Ugh. Oh boy! All right. Uh, um, yes, I am seven. Thank you for asking. No, I couldn't tell. <laughs> um, but no, but I mean, Bubba Bubba goes over to him while Bowman's getting medical attention for dehydration, and he. I mean, first of all, I, th- I thought Bubba gave him did him a favor. Cool them, cool them off, man. Yeah, you know, and then he was trying to be a although, sportsman-like dude. I think. Oh, well, then Bubba said, "You're using what well, you're using the sick excuse." I mean, which I love that man. 
Yeah, me too. I mean, me too. I mean, listen, Bubba, he's made some dumb mistakes. You know, especially tell, early at Talladega this year, he kind of screwed himself over trying to not wreck his buddy Ryan Blaney. But yeah, yeah, you know, I think Bubba's a hell of a good driver. I just think he's in a he's just in a turd for a car. Ouch. Which here we go with the uh, heavily biased opinions again. But I don't really disagree. The, the only mean, place he's ever competitive is super speedways. I mean, for he the most part. he's an alliance of Richard Childress Racing. Richard Childress Racing yeah. isn't exactly an elite team. No, that that's fair. That's fair. But, um, yeah. So looking forward to Martinsville. Obviously, um, playoffs. If, if you couldn't tell by our earlier comments, we're hoping that a, cer- a certain number nine falls below the cutoff. Honestly, I'm just hoping it's an interesting race. My least favorite type of NASCAR race as a casual fan is one where there's somebody who's leading for 148 laps. Mm, so um, what this package what this package does but it was supposed to was fix. supposed to not do yeah. yeah yeah they talk about close racing when and then you see that like kevin harvick's leading by four seconds leading by four seconds and has led for four seconds for the last 48 laps yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah but yeah so currently as it stands it's po- bad that you have to cheer for a caution to make a race interesting yeah th- th- that I is think one that, thing that really uh, bugs me is that the re is that the commentators always talk about how crazy the restarts are. Well, granted, they are. Yeah. But, but after like a, a lap, they're just spread out. But it, and yeah, you can't it, spreads, pass it bags back out. Nothing else is going on. But uh, um, as, of, as of now, the playoff standings are Kyle Busch, Truex, Hamlin, Logano, Harvick, Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, Ryan Blaney. Now, I only there are only a few guys I really don't want to see win, which would be Truex and Elliott. I'm not really a fan of Kyle Busch, but <laughs> I mean, it's not because this is this is where we disagree here. I mean, I'm I don't I mean I don't hate him, but also he's had run-ins with Brad, Brad Keselowski in the past, so that obviously rubs me the wrong way. And okay, I, well, I think I think he sometimes can moan a little too much, but like he is someone who the NASCAR a lot of the NASCAR community hates. So again, what is he? Yeah, I mean, kind of go go against. I don't. I don't. I but, I, I have uh, my opinions on the driver of the eighteen. Um, I think he's really skilled. Oh, he's. I mean, he's kind of a jerk. The only, sometimes the only thing is for me is that he's always been in top equipment. Okay, always, yeah. And you can, you can argue that a lot of his success is due to that, but you can't. Like he goes to the truck series, what is, goes, okay, goes yeah, that, that's, series, and he has, and he brings kinda, his cup crew chief, his cup pit crew to Xfinity race. I mean that, the, yeah, that that can certainly, for, for me, that kind of you know, I, I also don't like how much he runs in the truck and Xfinity series. That's again, fair. I don't, that's fair. You know, I don't. I think he's great for NASCAR. I think he's you know he's a villain and <laughs> NASCAR is sports in general aren't interesting without villains. Like mm. every. Everybody who's not a Patriots fan, for the most part, hates the Patriots. But it's nice to have somebody you can dislike. I yes. mean, I'm a fan of like two of those teams mm. in different sports. Arguably three because of my the way I lean for hockey. Um, well, only Sharks fans really hate the Knights. Yeah, well, and Canadians. I feel like a lot of people dislike the Knights just because of the sheer amount of success they had their first season. Which, as I've mentioned before, it's hilarious because. Going into the expansion draft, everybody was like, ha, ah, Vegas is going to suck mm. for like eight to ten years, yep. and then maybe they'll be like a mid-tier team, and they midway, come out. Midway through the season. Change those damn expansion rules! <laughs> yeah, oh boy. Uh, yeah, yeah. It. 
people's opinions were just swayed. And to be honest, it's like, it's whatever. I just think that people, um, obviously they want that success for themselves, which, hey man, any passionate sports <laughs> fan mean, is going to be we, like We all that. know why Canadian fans hated the Knights. Because, because the they Vegas achieved team... more success in one year than any Canadian team has Boom. had in the last, like, what, six? Seven decades. <laughs> I wouldn't say it goes that far back, but sure. I mean, hey, man, uh, if we're done talking about NASCAR, I do have to say that Knights win last night against the Blackhawks. Pretty awesome. Thank God for that. Uh, Shootout win. By the way, Blackhawks never beat the Knights. Blackhawks' current record against the Knights, I believe, is 5-2 as of yesterday. Or uh, 0-5-2. Man, I I thought the Ducks were bad against the Knights. Yeah, man. Um, turns out there's somebody worse. I believe it was uh, Shea Theodore hit the was. hit the big winner. Mark Andre Fleury was like prime flurry, prime flower. Had a couple of huge like kind of signature cross the net diving saves. It's really a sweet game. Um, and uh, yeah, that's kind of all I have to say about that. But uh, I mean, really kinda, hype about. Kind of going back to the expansion though. Is it with me? I. You know, I was rooting for the Capitals to win in the first year just because I I mean, I didn't want to see an expansion team win in their first year of existence. Gatekeeping piece of shit. I, that was just me. I mean, I was also just, I was never, like, I never, I, I don't know, I don't really, I think, I think they were going to be a decent team. I was just pissed off that they completely screwed the Ducks in the expansion drafts. And so I was kind of rooting against the Knights at first just because, like, you know, they completely screwed Anaheim out of one of their better young players. I mean, yeah, but... And so... Tough shit. <laughs> that rubbed me the wrong way, but, you know, I was never one of those people that said, oh, they're going to be awful and then move through. Oh, my God, change these rules. I just kind of thought the rules were shitty to begin with. Hey, man, if you have that much beef with the Knights, your beef, honestly, is actually with the Florida Panthers. <laughs> no, my not, my, beef is with, <laughs> like, my beef is with Gary Bettman, uh, yeah. which no one likes. Well, yeah, but, I mean... <laughs> If you hate the Knights, really who you're hating is the Florida Panthers. If they hadn't <laughs> treated Gerard Gallant like that, <laughs> Vegas might not have had such a good coach. I also don't hate the Knights. I actually have come to be a little more fond of them over the past year. I just enjoy watching their brand of hockey, to be honest. I also just enjoy them enjoy them beating the Sharks. <sighs> yeah. Bottom of the Pacific Division, by the way. Oh. <laughs> Again, no bias. No, no bias here. You will not find any bias here. No. Um, listen, we're, we're going to be straight up with you guys, whoever the hell actually listens to this garbage. Um, we'll, me, me, when I'm editing it. <laughs> listen, we'll be honest. I mean, I, I will tell you who my teams are, who I like, who I really dislike. So if you're a fan of the Cowboys, please leave. Please Honestly, never listen to this podcast. Dude, yeah. I mean, First of all, if you're a Cowboys fan, why? Yeah, yeah. No one likes you. And if your answer is, well, I was raised as a Cowboys fan. I am sorry. Take your parents to court. <laughs> um, Yeah, it just, they're a hard team to like from the outside. It killed me that Amari Cooper, I mean, oh. I'm really happy he thrived out there. Of all teams. But yeah, Why? really, of all teams to send him, you, you gave them like the piece that they needed to be just <laughs> mediocre enough that Jason Garrett might not get fired this season. Although... I would I would hope just Jason Garrett never gets fired. No, yeah, because it'll make sure the Cowboys stay like a ten win maximum team. Yeah, and losing the first round of the playoffs. It's yeah, perfect. Also, yeah, yeah. I mean, potentially the like most like 
swagless coach in the <laughs> NFL. Careful, if you keep that up, you might get a job in Dallas. <laughs> um, Jason, Jason Garrett wants to know my location, apparently. Jerry Jones. Why, why am I getting a call from a Dallas area coach? <laughs> Son, as you might know. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Um, circled all the way back around to talking about the NFL again. Um, but uh, dissing the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, we could... Again, we could spend way longer talking bad about it, but in the end, it'd probably only succeed in harming our viewership. What viewership? Yeah, okay, yeah, but you know, <laughs> you know, you know, um, yeah. So uh, I think that's everything we have to talk about, except for my um crazy uh, LeBron conspiracy theory that oh, I had Lord. started to outline last night. Although oh, I'm not sure I should. Can we go into this? Go for should it. Should we? Okay. I mean, okay. I'm not sure how long we've been going so far. Uh, we've been going about 45 minutes. Okay, sure, go and for it. And this is only going to be in about a two-minute segment because perfect. My, because this is a totally baseless and wild conspiracy theory. Okay, go for it. Um, is that uh, as we all know with the Hong Kong China controversy? Oh this obviously isn't a politics podcast, but uh, absolutely not. LeBron came out uh, to a lot of people in. Um, in support of uh, China, which did not sit well with a lot of people for obvious reasons. Now, my theory, obviously he wants to protect the uh, money that he has going uh, for Space Jam 2 and all of that stuff. Obviously, China is a huge uh, movie market. Um, but uh, what I think it is, is that the way that LeBron has maintained his uh, freakish athleticism <laughs> is that he is um, using some uh, Chinese naturalistic medicine. Yes. Uh, from the mainland that he can't get from any other source except the government. Yeah, pretty and, much. And uh, they're going to threaten to cut him off if he doesn't continue uh, to denounce or, you know, denounce the people denouncing uh, what yeah. mainland China is doing. So it's basically what Kobe in, like, Germany except it's some, like, herbal substance that he takes and it's from totalitarian government. government pretty much. Yeah, probably. Yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, uh... Perfect. So I, I think that's what's going on with that whole situation. Um, there, because obviously on the face of it, there's the whole, like I said, protecting protecting your brand kind of thing. But I think that it's protecting more likely that he's trying to protect his uh, secret uh, fountain of youth. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I think that's kind of all we have for today. Um, Unless there's any last thoughts that you have here. No, I think that's a pretty valid uh, conspiracy theory, honestly. Yeah, I think so. I think that uh, it's just going to be like one of those ongoing investigations where eventually it's going to come out, oh, hey, you know, um, this and that. And uh, there was some shipment that went to LeBron's house in L.A. from the mainland um, <laughs> in a refrigerated box. Um, when did that, well, that could be. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and wrap up here. Thanks for joining us on the very first episode of the Swallow Your Whistle podcast. Uh, we'd very much appreciate any uh, likes, follows, that kind of thing. We have a Twitter, apparently. I'm we, not in we, charge we do. of that. that that's, uh, that's me. Tell your friends about it if you need two idiots to make fun of. <laughs> hey, listen. Um, hey, tell, tell us what you want us to do. I mean, you know, we thought about it. We might do, you know, maybe we'll stream us watching watching the games on sunday if you guys want to if watch there's that. any interest in that if we have anybody that actually listens to this we love you um 
Get, hi, uh, hi, mom. Uh, text me. Um, oh God, no! I'm not <laughs> telling my parents about this. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Uh, text me. I will send you a uh, personal love letter uh, for listening after any podcast that you listen to. Yeah, and, and, uh, and let us, you know, let us know what you guys want us to do in terms of you know time. I mean, my, I mean, we could just do sports recaps, but uh, that's boring. Yeah, I mean, that's basically what we did today with horrible takes <laughs> and un- very unpopular opinions sprinkled in. Mm, yeah, well, that's freezing cold takes. <laughs> Come to me. <laughs> Give me the money. <laughs> I mean, listen, or the you, internet infamy. I mean, listen, if you guys want us to do like a, su- a Sunday, you know, free cap the NFL NFL weekend, we could we could always do God. that. Uh, yeah, I mean, we can do whatever. Uh, obviously, would very much appreciate any feedback. Um, tell, tell us how much we suck. We'll take it. <laughs> we'll take it, or you know, you'll drive us to suicide, one or the other. <laughs> <I mean>. um, <laughs> all right. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye now.